0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray, pre-med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray, pre-med Q&A. I hope you are having a fabulous day. Thank you so much for being with me today.
1: Hi, Dr. Gray. Thanks
0: for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. I think I said uh, lots of rhymes there. Uh, ask Dr. Gray, Q&A, today, day. Yeah, anyway, I got to rework that intro, <laughs> but we're having fun. We're uh, keeping it fresh here. Um, I am so excited to have you on as you are taking a break from skiing, from snow sports <laughs> to ask an amazing, hopefully, question here to help lots of people.
1: Hopefully. I don't know if it is a very, very generic question, but hopefully it helps a couple people that might be in my similar boat. Yeah. What you got? Um, so I have this looming issue going into application season where I was arrested at one point. I have a mugshot that is Googleable. However, I do not have a criminal record attached to it. And I was wondering how i would approach that in an application give it that i don't have the criminal record but i have a picture that you can find online
0: yeah yeah well the fun thing is lots of people have pictures online so that's that's okay <laughs> um some some more compromising than others unfortunately so I, I did have a very good conversation with my uncle-in-law, um, uh, affectionately known as Uncle Larry in the pre-med circles, because uh, I know lots of pre-meds who have reached out to Uncle Larry to ask questions. So, um, And that was a pre-med years episode. It was like 197 or 201, somewhere around that uh, um, number. And it was, it was a conversation around that, like how um, – how can a student who either has been arrested, has a record, can they still get into medical school? What should they say? What should they divulge? If it if their record is sealed or expunged, how do they answer those questions? And ultimately, what it comes down to is what is the question, how is it being asked, and um, to really understand how you answer the question. So if the question is, uh, do you have a misdemeanor, right? Then your answer probably is no, right? You haven't been convicted of a misdemeanor. You haven't been convicted of a felony. Now, if the question is, have you ever been arrested? then you probably have to answer yes, right? You've been arrested, yeah. you've been booked, and all of that fun stuff. Um, so ultimately, the question comes down to, to what is the question that is being asked? Now, usually the primary applications are only concerned about convictions, right? Have you been convicted of a misdemeanor? Have you been convicted of a felony? Mm -hmm. secondary essays, depending on the school, may ask more generic questions about ever being arrested. And that's where you'll have to finesse your answer, uh, depending on your specific situation and and depending on other students' specific situations, to answer the question that is being asked. Ultimately, at the end of the day, all of these questions are centered around obviously number one, character. Who are you as a person? But number two, are you going to be wasting your time getting a med- medical education and then not being able to get a medical license in the future because of some past criminal history? Yeah. For most students, whatever has happened, right? I, I think we as humans know that we as humans do stupid things before our frontal lobe is fully developed at, at age 25 or so, right? Uh, and count me in. Uh, I, I think the majority yeah. of the time I just look back on my early years going, thank God I was never in trouble. <laughs> I was never caught for whatever stupid thing I was doing at that point in yeah. time. And and the admissions committees understand that and, and they'll review an application and, and look past Things that, as long as you are writing about what you've learned and how you've grown and and lessons that you've taken away from that, and obviously not having repeat offenses, right? If if yeah. you if you are putting in there, oh my my third DUI, I finally learned, <laughs> right? I'm like mm, maybe not. Um, yeah. So just a, a lot of that kind of stuff is really what you need to think about. Um, and it's actually interesting. Uh, my my uncle Larry, uh, he actually text messaged me the other day saying, Hey, do you think we should do a follow-up, a podcast interview? He's like, I get so many messages from students. I think maybe we should do a follow-up and go into some more specifics. And so, yeah, so we'll, we'll have him on the pre mid years again soon.
1: Okay. And then I guess a follow-up question to that would be, if I had to address it, what is, is there a way that I should be addressing it in a non-generic, I did this thing shame on me, slap on the wrist. I learned I'm a better human because I learned not to do that thing anymore. Is there a way to go about the lesson learned part a little bit
0: more eloquently? I I don't know if eloquent is the way I I hate frameworks, but I think that that is how you answer these kinds of questions, right? The lessons learned being as specific and as generic as possible. When, when talking about the offense, um, talking about the situation, why were you in it in the first place? And, and again, what were the repercussions of that? Um, And and then ultimately, what did you learn from it? Right. An okay. example I give all the time is a student reach out to me saying, Dr. Ray, I was I was falsely accused of cheating in my undergrad. I'm like, well, and and kicked out of school. Right. I'm like, yep. you probably weren't falsely accused if they went all the way to kicking you out. Um, yeah. And that's what he wrote in his like uh, application under the disciplinary actions, right? If you've ever had any institutional actions, he wrote, I was falsely accused, right? And, and those, I was false, four words, uh, were enough for every school. I guarantee every school to go, I'm not even going to give this student a time of day if he's not owning up to his, his mistakes, whatever situation he was in, uh, that, that put him in that, that position to be, falsely accused um and so what happened what did you learn from it what were the repercussions and and again depending on the question they may ask for specifics and just make sure that you give those specifics
1: okay perfect that was kind of what i figured but i thought i couldn't get sage advice
0: yeah my my siege advice so at at the end of the day again um Read every question. Make sure you answer the question. Um, and really, right, which seems a little weird, is don't give out too much information, right? If, okay. if a, a question is centered around um, something that really just isn't relevant to what's mm-hmm. being asked, making sure that you are not – Right, just spilling your guts because like, you're like, I just need to get this off of my chest. And they're like, wait a <laughs> minute, I didn't ask for this. Um, yeah. right? And, and ultimately, all right, the, the biggest caveat is speak with a lawyer. Right? Uh, maybe you should call Uncle Larry too. Uh, but but if, if you have any questions or concerns about what you're writing, how you're writing it, what the question is, what do you need to talk about, talk to a lawyer. There are plenty out there who are, are willing to help, including Uncle Larry.
1: Perfect nice. Hi.
0: <laughs> All right. Any other follow-up questions? Anything else?
1: No, I think that was my biggest looming problem. I didn't want to show up to an interview and then be like, please explain this. And it just be my mugshot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, most med schools out there don't have the time to be Googling people. Uh, as far as I know that the the technology is obviously there, but as far as I know, the, the software that schools are using isn't automatically going out and scouring the internet for mugshots and and uh, precarious pictures of people and stories and whatever else, right? Um, yeah. So, so most likely never going to be an issue. Um, okay. The question comes down to kind of next steps for you can you remove a mugshot uh and actually i i heard a really good podcast episode about this recently uh about uh someone who was like paying money to their or charging money to take down mugshots uh and not mm-hmm. necessarily there there are some companies out there that will just flood google with with your name and stories about your name to yeah. push the mugshot way down on the search results that nobody would see it Um, But there are uh, systems in place for mugshots, specifically for, like, in in your case, right, never convicted of anything, et cetera, to where there may be a system to get that taken down.
1: Yeah, I know that over the course of the last, like, eight years since it happened that I have reported it several times to Google. And a Google search of myself the other night showed no sign of it but i know it's out there somewhere and you can't just make it fall off the face of the earth so i would rather just be prepared for that conversation if i have to have it
0: yeah 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 that's uh that's interesting so i wish you the best of luck hopefully it is gone and and nobody will find (laughs) it um but i know what i'm going to do after this call i'm going to google it and see if i can find find you Um, but yeah, thank you for, um, for the question. I know a lot of students, again, pre prefrontal lobe being fully, uh, fully developed students do lots of student stupid things. So, uh, and, and again, I'm, I'm counted in there as well. So I'm glad that at least for you, there aren't huge repercussions, uh, in the grand scheme of things and that you can go live your life and be a doctor and, um, go help a lot of patients.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time.
0: Yeah. Thank you thank you so much for joining me here on ask dr gray pre-med q a did you know that we record these live on facebook at 3 p.m eastern on most weekdays search for medical school hq on facebook and like the page to be notified if you want help with the mcat go check out the mcat podcast at the mcat